chapter 2 verse 18 onwards yesterday we had completed verse 17 this is uddhav gita chapter 2 verse 18 therefore afflicted by sins and dispirited do i take my refuge in thee who art impeccable infinite and eternal omniscient the lord of the universe who dwells in the changeless Vaikuntha, who art the supreme being Narayana and the friend of man. This is in continuation to the prayer which Uddhava is saying to Krishna. He says that in this material world, everybody is afflicted. Everybody commits karma, that is sins in this world. They, everybody is afflicted. You should know that. Even if the avatar comes on planet earth, he is also afflicted by these gunas and the karma that happens along the way. So he says, I take refuge in you. Who is he talking to? Sri Krishna. Uddhava is talking to Sri Krishna and he says, you are impeccable. That means you don't have any problems in the world. You are perfect. You are all knowing. You have all the beautiful characteristics that are needed in this and he is the one who stays in Vaikuntha. Now why is he saying Vaikuntha and not some other place? I mean, if you think about it, Krishna is always supposed to be staying in Goloka. So why is Uddhava saying Vaikuntha? Remember this, the Goloka is known to the few devotees of Krishna. Not everybody knows that. Vaikuntha is known because of Vishnu avatar. It's a abode of Mahavishnu. He stays there. Okay. And anybody who is born takes birth. Final abode for them is going to be the heavens connected to the deities like Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, so on and so forth. So Uddhava has a limited understanding. So he says, Vaikuntha. Got it? Again, he says he is the supreme being Narayana. If you remember, I told you, Narayana comes under the domain of the manifest domain. It's a manifest domain. He comes under Prakriti's domain. He is about to be manifested. About to be manifested. If you go backwards in time and see my previous satsangs, you will come to know how the Brahma Brahma is the unmanifest. From the unmanifest came the manifest. Now what was the first step in that? The first step in that is Narayana. Narayana is the first step. And from there came the entire universe's flow through Brahmaji and so on and so forth. Got it? So this is the reason why Uddhava is addressing Krishna this way. Now Uddhava has finished addressing so let us see what Krishna is going to say to him. Now, this is a very interesting part of our chapter. Why is it interesting? Because my Gurudev is getting introduced over here. Alright. In the coming few verses, maybe today or maybe the next week, you will find how Dathatra is introduced over here. Okay. So for me, it's very, very important and I love this particular chapter a lot. So, let us see what Krishna tells Uddhava. The Lord said, 
very often in the world men who have truly discerned the truth about the universe deliver themselves from evil inclinations through their own exertions now people in this world what is the ultimate goal of any man if you recollect in most of the buddhist texts or hindu texts they talk of nirvana buddhist texts talk of nirvana nirvana achieving the state of the impossible actually and in hinduism they talk about reaching moksha moksha is the final you know the four purusharths that are there dharma artha kama and moksha the ultimate one is to reach the final realized being state that is what they say here in this case krishna is giving that step onwards what does he say he says that human beings can reach this destination by what very often in the world men who have truly discerned the truth have you understood the truth if you have understood the truth then you are not going to be sitting in my class no <laughs> and i don't have to teach you you i just have to look at you and you you may just nod at me that's it so the idea is discerning the truth is very very important how important is the truth we will see it in stages now how is this truth defined this truth is defined when we use the third d which is called discrimination okay discrimination in spiritual world means knowing the real from the unreal by the way everything that is happening in this world is unreal okay if there is a budget happening it is unreal if there is a cricket match happening it is unreal if there is an earthquake happening it is unreal you may say how how can that be <laughs> i felt the tremor okay i can see the budget i have seen all these things happening in front of me of course it is happening in front of you if you go to see a movie today those things are also happening in front of you are you are they not <laughs> they are happening on a screen you go for watching any movie and in front of you you can and the the lights are shut so can you not actually feel you are inside the film now try a horror movie and see what happens you see horror movie is felt more than the other movies you know you actually feel <laughs> the hair standing at ends and you don't want to watch oh my god somebody is going to come somebody is going to do something you, we are always afraid this fear factor comes in the movies and it is felt so much by us now tell me is it real it's just a movie so do you understand all that is happening around us is just a movie except that that movie is on a you know i know what 70 mm dolby atmos sound this that you know maybe insignia or god knows what but this movie is having far greater implications because it is on not on 70 mm it's in full 360 mm i think <laughs> right around us it's just happening and it affects us so much you know just imagine even 
you know, you know the doll, digital Dolby sound, how the noise comes from here, there, here, there, in front, at the sides, from behind. You can hear all these things, huh? You, you know, this is the way it happens. Now, just imagine somebody behind you is calling you some names. <laughs> it is digital Dolby greater. Okay? Because it affects you more than that. In the theater, it is going to... The wind is blowing and all those kind of things. It affects us. But in life, this affects us more because we think it is real. And this affecting us takes us out of the system and we are just, you know, audience. Then we only become an audience. Krishna is telling, I don't want you to become the audience. Remember the truth. What is the truth? There is a screen. Okay, on which this whole thing is playing. It is nothing but play of Maya. Maya is the producer, director, everything. She is one only. And because she is doing all these things, we feel it so much. You know, it's a 3D movies you go to see. This is not even 3D. This is 300D or maybe more than that. <laughs> it is affecting us from top, bottom, all the places. And it is so real, so real. Think, you know, just imagine if if uh, the Indian government says from tomorrow everybody has to pay 40% income tax. <gasps> the whole, whole of India is going to get a shock, isn't it? But that too is unreal. If you have income, then you pay tax, no? But no income, no income tax also. See, the idea is like that. So the thing which you need to understand is, again, we look at people and we think that they are so nice. You know, in the in the movies also, you have you not seen people, they act so nicely and suddenly they turn out to be the biggest villains. And then you say, oh my God, this was the person. You know, the all those kind of uh, thrillers that you see, thrillers, you know, and Especially the Agatha Christie kind of movies, you know, there's a thriller. And you are so much, oh my God, this is the main villain. He's the one who has done the murders or <laughs> whatever. So it's exactly like that. Maya also has these kind of things. Sometimes people, you know, they seem so nice and so good. And later on, they turn out to be the biggest villains in our life. And some people who are the worst characters. And they turn out to be good. This is like a movie. Do you get the point? Don't get carried away by it. There is nothing in this world which is real. Everything is fake. Everything is unreal. Does it mean that you are not supposed to be getting affected by it? Of course. Suppose you are playing a character. You are playing some character in the film. Okay. Are you not going to get affected? You are going to get affected. If there is a war declared... Are you not going to be a soldier over there trying to fight the war? Of course. You think all those boom, 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 all those noises that are coming, they are not coming to you. They are going to come to you. You are also a character in the film. Okay. What is Krishna saying? Have that discernment. See what he says. Can you discern the truth? Stand outside. Stand outside this screen and see. It is just a false screen created by Maya. 
and you're just watching the whole thing happening in front of you. Why are you so much affected? It is not important. We get affected when somebody dies. We get affected when something falls down, hurts, breaks down. You, you know the whole system works in such a way that you get affected tremendously. Why should you be affected? To reach that state of enlightenment, discern. And how do you discern? You discern with your mind and intellect only. Fortune. If you are fortunate enough to have a guru, then he will guide you. But when you are fortunate to have a guru, do not misuse or do not throw this opportunity away. What is the opportunity? The opportunity is to reach it faster. Does it take time? You, you bet it takes time. It doesn't happen on day one, isn't it? It takes time. You see, if you want to cook some nice cake, you think you just, okay, put all the flour, just put on and in one minute you can take it out and start eating? No, 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 no. Making a cake is a very big story. Right? And you better have patience also. Here, it's the same. It's like baking a cake only. Okay? And the cake is going to fluff or it's going to go down. Nobody knows. <laughs> we have no idea. So better ensure that the cake is perfect. So if you have the best guru, the teacher with you, use your own discernment. Okay. After using your discernment, then you can deliver yourself from this world. You can understand that you are outside. You are outside the screen. You are watching the whole thing. Have you ever seen a director or a producer sitting inside the film? No. <laughs> they are outside. They are the ones who made it, isn't it? So they are outside and they are watching it. And they know what is wrong and what is right in it. So there are lots of things which happen along the way. And when they happen along the way, you just have to take it. They deliver themselves from evil inclinations against their own exertions. This evil inclination, what is this evil inclinations? Getting carried away is the biggest evil inclination. You know, getting carried away by what is happening around us. Something is happening around us. And a person gets carried away by it. He says, oh my God, this happened. Oh my God, that happened. How many earthquakes happen in California? Countless. It's just like Japan. Japan is sitting on a wave of earthquakes, you know, like this, like this. They just keep on happening, 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 happening. What is the point? It's anyway going to happen. Make a city which will float. Maybe it won't. Even if it happens, what is the big deal in that? Many years ago, I think in the 60s, 50s and 60s, Japan, you know Japan is a small nation, but it was always affected by earthquakes. Continuously, continuously it was affected by earthquakes. They discerned. 
they said the future generation should not have this problem. And we also want to have tall, nice buildings and structures. And they should not fall down when the earthquake hits us. So they created buildings which are going to be very stable when the earth moves all over the town. You got it? So you got to be ready for it. And this is what your intellect teaches you. Right? So you got to discern, you got to understand, you got to know what exactly is going to happen. So those who are the knowers of truth, they know that this whole world is unreal. They have discerned. They have fallen, they have given away their evil inclinations. These evil inclinations of thinking that this is real, so much real. You know, there is a, there is a story where Twasta is afflicted. He is coming under very heavy pressure. Those who are on the path of liberation, they are going to be affected more than the normal people. You understand what I am saying? You, you, let, let me put it in a different way. There is a farmer. The farmer is worried about his rains and his crops. That's it. How much does he earn? The poor fellow doesn't earn anything at all. Is he bothered about the 1 crore and 10 crore people? I mean, those, you know, those who are having a salary of 1 crore, 2 crores or 5 crores or 10 crores, how much tax they are getting affected by? Are they bothered about it? No. But suppose you are a CEO of a company. A CEO has to be bothered about it because he may be earning 15 crore salary. I know I don't know whether anybody earns that much or <laughs> maybe somebody is earning. This fellow is worried 50% of my money is going to go just like that. Push, it's going to go somewhere in the air. The farmer is worried about the rainfall. Okay. <laughs> this fellow is worried about his money going away. So he says, why am I working? You got the point. He has got bigger problems than any of those farmers. So it is, is it not better to not have any income only or not have that much amount of you know, money in this world? So what is the big deal that you are going to do? You are not going to be bothered. You know, Yesterday, uh, I will tell you one very funny incident which happened. We went to a restaurant. It is in some godforsaken place. You know, to go inside that place also, there was a very narrow passage. I think just about three or four feet and you go inside that place. Somebody told us, we, we were out the whole day, so somebody told us, there is a nice restaurant. And I, and I was wondering, how nice can a restaurant be, which is inside a, such a narrow gully? So we went inside, and there was a restaurant inside. Okay, And then uh, they were serving a meal, which was for a very cheap amount, 100, 100 rupees or I should not say it is cheap because there are people who can't afford that also. But let us put it this way that, okay, it was cheap from Bangalore point of view. So once we entered that place, we had to stand in a queue and eat some very limited quantity of this, that, 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 you know, dal, rice and all those kind of things. It was a typical South Indian meal. When we sat down, I looked at 
everything on the table. You see, everything was made of silver. <laughs> everything over there was made of silver. And in today's day, you have a jug in front of you. It's made of silver. The serving vessel is made of silver. <laughs> everything over there is made of silver. So I was shocked. I said, doesn't this sound unreal to you also? It is unreal. You go to a godforsaken place and you see everything is made of silver over there. It sounds so funny. And it is shocking also, <laughs> in a way. Because the first thing the person will say, can I take this mug and go away from here? Because it is very heavy mug. Okay. So it was like that. And then I did a very funny thing, you know. So I said, I am going to have kulfi. And believe me, I sat at the entrance over there having a kulfi. Do you know, just because people who were coming out of that place after having the meal, they saw me, ah, kulfi, kulfi. <laughs> Every person who came out of that had a kulfi. That fellow sale must have been quite a lot during that period, that 10 minutes that I sat over there. You know, <laughs> Eating the kulfi, it was so fun. I tell you, everybody is looking at me. Kulfi, you get kulfi over here, get kulfi over here. Kulfi is nothing but a small ice candy, okay? And it is made out of milk, milk candy, that ice cream. So, <laughs> everybody had it. Now, do you understand how unreal this whole thing is? A person watches another person eat something and he also wants to have it. You look at those silver vessels and you think, oh my God, I should take one and run away from here. <laughs> See, these are certain things that happen. Everything is unreal. Can you understand this whole thing is unreal? Now do you understand the comedy of the situation? The situation is comic. It's a very simple situation and it's so comic. Unreal became real for people. Right? So, and then evil inclinations. I should also have a kulfi. These are evil inclinations, okay? <laughs> and then when I sat over there, okay, I also wanted to play a little trick. I just look, I was just looking around here and there and there I saw it is written, no combing. Okay? There was one, something is written, you know, uh, don't do your hair or don't comb or something like that was written. And I took out my, my cell phone and I shot that. Just below that, was a bald man sitting. <laughs> Can you imagine the situation? And just above him is written, don't go. Poor fellow, what is he going to do with that? Can you understand? Irony of the situation. So this was a very funny incident. And so that was, you have to see life like this. It is nothing, it's unreal. Everything is unreal. Okay? Discern about it. Discern about it. Understand. That you don't have to get so much involved in it. Can you see the beauty of the situation? Just feel the nicety about it. Just feel, oh wow, it's so nice, it's so nice, it's so nice. Smile your way out of that whole thing. It does not matter. This is not real. Maya is unreal. The whole thing is unreal. Hmm? And you have to do it with your own exertions. That means you cannot have somebody else tell you that joke. You have to see the joke yourself. See? See the fun in this beautiful universe that God has created. Right? So let us come back to the book once again. So we have just concluded verse 19. So we will start verse 20. Uddhav Gita chapter 2 verse 20. 
The self alone is a teacher of all beings and especially of men. For it conduces to well-being through direct perception and inference. Isn't that exactly what I told you just now? See, you have to learn it yourself. The self inside of you, it is going to teach you everything. The teacher can teach you about the words that are written in scripture. He can tell you this is what happens. He can just guide you along the path. But walk you have to. You have to walk. You have to go everywhere. That means you have to do your own exertions, isn't it? I just can't be hand-holding you all the time. Hmm? You have to put in your efforts. There are people in my world who just want spoon-feeding for everything in the world. This, oh, this is like this, this is like that, that is like that, that is like that. Why do, why do I have to do all the spoon-feeding? Why can a person not exert themselves? Exerting yourself, you will reach the self faster. Because you are doing something about it. There is a very beautiful book which is there called Das Bodh. Das Bodh is by a very, very beautiful sage. And by the way, he is also the guru of Shivaji Maharaj. Samartha Ramdas. He was staying in a cave. He was doing his I mean, he was teaching his students rather. Shivtargal is the name of the place where he was staying. And in that, the students were sitting in front of him and they were asking him certain questions. And he was answering them. That is what Das Bodh is all about. If you want to understand truly the sense of what is realization, what is this truth and so on and so forth. If you really want to understand this, First, you got to become a slave. Slave doesn't mean, <laughs> you understand. What I mean is, you have to be at the feet of the Guru. Number one, Das. Both means knowledge. It's only when the Guru is served that the knowledge which is imparted to you reveals itself. It doesn't mean that I need some robots around me, okay? <laughs> No, it's a very, it's a way of saying, have the humility, the humbleness, the quest for knowledge, then the knowledge will come to you. And who is the one who is telling you that this is how it is going to be? It's your own mind and it's your own intellect which will discern for you. Once that happens, that self within you is the real teacher. The self teaches you the truth. So you have a teacher within you also. So don't say that, you know, I don't know, I don't know, can you teach me this also? No, you don't have, I don't have to handhold anybody. There are lots of my students over here whom I have not even given a number of books. I told them only read this much. Just one book, just one book. To some I have just given one line. Just read this one line. Just say these words. That's it. You don't need huge library to learn anything. Please. Realization doesn't mean knowing everything. Did I not explain yesterday to you? It doesn't mean that you should know everything. No. You just need to know the truth. And the truth is 
effulgent, self-effulgent. It will come to you. So he says, the self which is within you, for it conduces to your well-being. It's when you understand the truth about the self, you will know very well how real this universe is. It is unreal. What is real? The truth that is real is God itself, which is the self, right? It will only happen to direct perception and inference. Perception means you will be able to perceive everything that happens. That means simply your knowledge will become perfect. Your knowledge will become perfect by your own analysis. You have to analyze why is the mind there? Why is the intellect there? So that you understand. And by the way, Krishna is going to give you more on this. Wait. So we have just finished verse 20. So we'll move to verse 21, chapter 2. Bhakuddhav Gita. Those who are of balanced mind and are skilled in knowledge and yoga, behold me in the human body as fully manifest and endowed with all powers. Now, this is a verse which is meant especially for you. Those who are listening in, those who are joining in, and those who are going to listen in the future, better know what is this verse all about. It is all about you. You know simply what it is saying? One line. You see, if you go to a film, they'll, they'll say, producer, they'll say, no, give me a one-liner. One-liner means you explain the story in one line. What is the story in one line? That God is living within you. Okay? And you have all the powers of God's within you. Don't go around looking for something else. Those who are of the balanced mind and are skilled in knowledge and yoga behold me in the human body as fully manifest and endowed with all powers. Who is it that cannot see me Fully manifest? Those who are completely ignorant. The ignorant do not understand that they have God within them. And how many ignorants are there in this world? We have a population of 7.5 billion. Okay. I think we, we should take out just maybe a, a few thousands and the rest of them, you can see, they are all ignorant. Okay? <laughs> Nobody understands this word. I was just simply talking. I said, you know, uh, if you go and ask the people outside, what is it that you want? Just go and ask 10 people outside. The people that you know in your, in your vicinity. Maybe your relatives, friends. What is it that you want? Somebody will say, I want to own a big house. Somebody will say something else. You know, their needs and requirements are going to be, I need a good job. Okay. I need a good career. I don't get water over here. I need water. <laughs> so, you will find that these are their basic needs. These are called basic needs. Then if you go to those people who will say, you know, I have bigger needs. I want to become the president of India. <gasps> President of India. Somebody wants to become the president. And they think that is the highest need. Okay. 
I want to become this. I want to do this. And there are people, those who are dying. You ask them, I just want to go to heaven. Okay, which heaven you want to go to? Some five-star hotel, is it? Okay. So, <laughs> their needs are also like that. And those who are sick and, you know, very sick, they will say, I want to leave. And some of them who are fed up with their life will say, I want to die. What else can a man want? Money, power, this, that. These are the basic things that a man needs. But then you say, I am a spiritual person. I am asking you about spiritual stuff. Oh, I want to see God. Okay, I want to experience Him. I want to go to, you know, all those heavens that they talk of. Okay, and what else? I want moksha. You want liberation also. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell God that. Actually, all these people are wrong. Everybody is wrong, including the, the idiot who asked for moksha. And there are too many of them in this world, by the way. I mean, they are in lakhs maybe, or maybe thousands. <laughs> but they are also asking for something. End of the day, they are still thinking that there is some God somewhere who is going to give them moksha. The God is you. The God is within you. And you can grant yourself that which you want. If you want money, you can grant yourself the money. If you want happiness, you can grant yourself the happiness. See, a happiness is what? Happiness is nothing but a state of mind, isn't it? A situation can change can alter your state of mind. Now let us say, you have some relatives of yours coming. Some friends. Now you have some school friends and they have not met you for a very long time. And some four of them have decided that they want to come and visit you in your city. So you go to meet them in some, you know, some Starbucks coffee day or something like that. I mean, I don't know any other place. Maybe coffee house or something. So they go and say, okay, I will meet there. And then you see a person walking towards you whom you never expected. It was supposed to be a joyous occasion and you meet the nemesis of your life <laughs> from your school days. <laughs> the guy who, who took your girlfriend away maybe. <laughs> And here you want to throttle that fellow the moment you see this is a guy. This is. So the happy, joyous situation suddenly became a very dangerous situation. Something which was, it completely overturned itself. And then you were expecting those four guys instead of that, some ten of them turn up. And they call you with the name which you were called when you were a kid. You know how stupid it will sound? Oh, they're calling me by that name. And you may be a CEO of some company and just imagine what would happen. <laughs> you think about it. This is the way. The situation turned and then there was an issue. The issue is you are not ready for it. 
So this is what it means. You have the ability within you to laugh it off. Can you understand? Laughing it off is very, very simple. How simple it is. Oh, we are going to meet finally. All right. It's been a long time. Do you remember this is what you all used to call me? You are one up now. Instead of those guys saying some names to you, you can say, I was like this. You can laugh at yourself. Many a times people don't understand what is humor. Become humorous. Laugh at yourself. You know how much fun they make of the hair, the golden hair? <laughs> I hope you understand who I am talking about. Why do they have to do that? So you laugh at it. Laugh at it. Does not matter. You will become great yourself. You see, you will feel nice about it. So what is Krishna saying over here? If you have this balanced mind and if you are skilled in knowledge, skilled in knowledge, knowledge is extremely important, isn't it? So you better be knowing about lot of things in this material world also. It's not that you have to become an, an idiot. No. You can know everything that is happening around you. So suppose if I ask you about the air crash that happened. Don't say, which air crash are you talking about? And then tomorrow if I ask you a question. There was a budget. What budget was there? See, this is called stupid. Why don't you read the news? Why don't you understand? So this is the term which I mean that you can become intelligent if you want to. Or you can blame the whole world. I don't get newspapers. That is why I don't know the news. Very easy to say these words. No? The idiots in this world want to give reasons why they don't have that knowledge. You get what I am saying? There is Google for you. There are libraries. There are people. There are experts. Why don't you go and ask them? So in the spiritual world also, there are books that are there. Google is there. Guru is there. Knowledge is there. <laughs> All these things are there. So discern. Okay? Be skilled in the knowledge. Skilled in the knowledge is very, very important. Don't be a duffer. Be a smart person. Krishna is not telling Uddhava, okay, be a duffer. He is telling him, am I not smart? Is Krishna not smart? He is smart. He is the smartest of all that, isn't it? You know exactly how he behaves. He is the smartest person in the whole world. He knows everything. You got to be like that. In the previous verse I was telling you, you don't need to know. Did I say that? And now I am telling you, you need to know. What is the difference between these two lines? When you are on the path towards realization, on the path of spiritual, okay, have a single pointed devotion to that objective. 
Objective is important. You have to get there. After you get there, then the knowledge will come within you. You become self-effulgent, isn't it? Then you don't stress for knowledge. Did you get the point? Once you become realized, you are not stressing for the knowledge because you are self-effulgent. The knowledge is within you. This is the difference. But the previous journey, in the journey you better know everything. Alright? I was reading a very beautiful question that was asked to somebody in an interview. The, the interviewer is looking at this person and saying, Without looking up, can you tell me, is the fan going clockwise or anti-clockwise? <laughs> Do you know whether the fan is going clockwise or anti-clockwise? So, you know, <laughs> you want to have a look up there. Is it going clockwise? Is it going anti-clockwise? It is going in either directions. Which side you want to see from? The top or the bottom? See the one, one in the answer? Do you want to see from the top of the fan? Or do you want to see from the bottom of the fan? So whichever way you look at this world, you can get both answers are correct and both answers are wrong. You understand? This is the way how things are. So, knowing is important. Knowledge is very, very important when you are going on your path. Can you say, I don't want to know anything about my own company, about my own products, about my managers, about bosses and all that. Can you say these words? No. You better know everything about them, isn't it? If you want to butter your boss up, you should know exactly what the boss likes, isn't it? So if you want to go on a spiritual holiday, he will grant you the leave, right? So <laughs> look at it from this point of view. You... Be ready for that with that knowledge. So knowing is important. Skilled in knowledge. The person who wants to reach the ultimate step of knowing thyself. Liberation, self-realization. The knowledge that God lives within you. But he doesn't manifest Manifestation will only happen if you do discernment, knowing it, skill in knowledge, balanced mind. If you are an imbalanced mind where you see red, green, blue, yellow, you know all these colors, which means, you, you know what I am saying, no? Red means what? Anger. Green means what? Envy. These colors are known for that, isn't it? So, Yellow is what? Jaundice. You see, they call it jaundice-eyed, no? Some people are jaundice-eyed. <laughs> so, if you see all these colors in your life, then you are not a balanced mind. Then you get out of that place. Then don't bother your head about trying to reach some, some uh, ultimate thing of knowing yourself. You won't know. Forget about knowing yourself. You don't, won't even know the other person in front of you. Got it? So, here. Yeah. It's only then. When you have a balanced mind and you are skilled in the knowledge and yoga. Yoga means what? I told you, union with God. 
see God in everything. See me. Krishna says, see me in everybody and everything. Even the dog that is there. Yesterday I was just joking around and I said, you know what? That dog was snoring. See, the dog was snoring. So I said, you know, the dog snores from both the sides. <laughs> so <laughs> you understand, our dogs are very funny creatures. So while snoring on one side, she's farting on the other side also. I'm sorry, these kind of dirty jokes are there. But do you get what I'm saying? If you do not understand the no this knowledge, if it doesn't come to you, what is yoga? Can you see God in that? If you think that that is dirty, horrible, bad, ugly, you know, all those names, if you put it, good for you. Can you see God in that? On top of all this, can you see the God in him? In that dog, whatever. People around you who talk nonsense. Now I am cracking all kinds of jokes. Can you see God in this person also? <laughs> and can you see the God in this computer? In these cameras? All this stuff around? Can you see? So that is called yoga. See God in everyone. Got it? Everyone everything. See me in everything. That is yoga. Behold me in the human body as fully manifest and endowed with all powers. This is what you got to experience. I am inside of you fully manifest. There is not an iota of my powers left behind somewhere. No, no, no place where I have left it behind. Okay? I have all my powers bundled and given to you. It's like a small... Here, take the powers. Here, I am there inside of you. So knowing this is extremely important. Better know this, that Krishna lives within you and who can only be manifested. If you know... But he cannot manifest inside, inside of you if you are going to act like a stupid person. Or you curse him, you talk nonsense about him. I don't think he would want to manifest himself. <laughs> you understand? Manifesting himself, he says, okay, this fellow wants to be an idiot. Okay, I will also be an idiot inside him. You got the point? That's how. So he is going to manifest inside of you if you understand this entire theories that we have, you know, given over here. Why am I saying theories? Because practically you got to experience it, isn't it? You want to have a practical knowledge of it, so you better work for it. Don't expect me to give you that. Okay? So in the satsang, okay, Guruji is going to do like this and something is going to come from his hand and he's going to enter your brain somewhere and then you're going to, ah, oh, I got it. Nothing like that is going to happen. You better work for it. Okay? So you work hard for it. Then you will understand the truth about it. Once you understand the truth, I will be fully manifest. And then you will have all my powers. You can do buttons. You know, you can press the button. Tick, 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 tick. All powers are there. So whatever button that you press, that thing will happen. Not it. You know how funny that is? It's a very funny situation. Wow, what happens? 
Okay. Yesterday we started from the city. We started from the city. And I said, Google says you can reach in one hour. But otherwise it takes two hours to reach. I said, Google is, see, God is telling you through Google, you can reach in one hour. So go by the same road. You will not believe a place which is chock-a-block with signals and this and that was open. All the signals were open and the traffic was so smooth flowing that there was hardly anybody on the road. And we were able to make it in less than one hour. So do you get the point? That is how you can manifest the powers. The rain will fall at that time. The traffic will disappear. You got it. You can do it. <laughs> so this manifestation of different powers happens. Believe in yourself. The one, the God within you. Don't forget this line. I told you this is an important verse for you. Believe in yourself. The self is the Krishna within you and he has to be manifested which means you work your eyes off, you know. <laughs> you better work it. Okay. And last but not the least, powers are there. All the powers are there. Okay. And that is the satsang that we are going to conclude with just now. So remember this verse number 21 from Uddhav Gita chapter 2. Alright. And I will see you all in the coming week. Take care. You have a very good week.